and hello to all of my fellow liberty-loving Americans all across the fruited plains from sea to shining sea. This is the host who loves you the most, Luke Throop, here on another fine, fabulous, fantastic, fiery, feisty sort of Friday for Torch Report 548, exposing the global deep state and their many tentacles of tyranny. Friends, I'm not sure if they're strangling the truth out of life or the life out of truth, but it's going down right now. I want to start out here with a pop quiz. Let me ask you, what do the United States, United Kingdom, Australia, Canada, New Zealand, Denmark, France, Netherlands, Norway, Germany, Belgium, Italy, Sweden, Spain, Israel, Singapore, South Korea, Japan, India, and all the British overseas territories all have in common? Hmm. (laughs) You'll never guess, friends. The answer is that they are all members of a powerful global spy alliance that you never knew existed. This global coalition of spies are in fact tapping into our infrastructure right now to eavesdrop on private communications all around the world in real time. It's going down. Like I said, that this this intrusive surveillance is known as Signals Intelligence. Uh, this, I'm sorry, this surveillance group is known as Signals Intelligence, and they call the group uh, by the, they have a very friendly sounding name. It's it's Signet. They're the Signet Seniors. <laughs> I mean, the Signet Senior, they sound so harmless. Uh, but it should be noted that the Signet Seniors, this global powerful spy alliance has been collaborating since at least the 1980s. And also noteworthy is the fact that these shysters began working on their quote-unquote exploitation of the internet. That Those are their words, not mine. They've been working on their exploitation of the internet since sometime back in 2006. There was a lot going down in 2006, 2007. And we're going to get into that here in some depth today. But keep taking Kind of take note of the date there. Uh, Turns out the NSA affectionately refers to, that's the National Security Agency, they affectionately refer to the Signet Seniors, this group of powerful global spies, as the 14 Eyes. I know you've probably heard of the five eyes of global intelligence, but these are the 14 Eyes. It's actually more than 14 countries, but they've been scheming on various methods of expanding intelligence beyond counterterrorism since at least 2007. And again, the timing of all this is really quite fascinating, given what was happening throughout the world in and around that time. I did a little looking up at some timelines. It turns out 2006 was the year that Hamas, Hamas, Uh, took over the Palestinian legislature. Israel launched retaliations into both Lebanon and Gaza Strip. There was a mosque bombing that kicked off an Iraqi civil war that led to President Saddam Hussein being executed by hanging. And uh, Ethiopia was invading Somalia. Iran was enriching uranium. And North Korea was testing their first nuke. That was all going down while the 14 eyes, this powerful global spy alliance, the Signet Seniors, were uh, working out how they they were going to better exploit the internet and expand their intelligence operations beyond counterterrorism. So, of course, that's just the tip of the iceberg of what was happening in the world. But the point is that the Middle East started rapidly unraveling just about the time that the 14 Eyes started expanding their shady operations beyond counterterrorism. And, and that caused me to wonder, as I was thinking about it, well, what's beyond 
counterterrorism. I mean, counterterrorism, you think, well, we're trying to counter the terrorists, right? So what's beyond counterterrorism? And as I was thinking about that this morning, I thought, well, geez, how about uh, the unconventional warfare we've, we've studied? How about the color revolutions? How about the initiation of a great global coup d'etat? How about fifth generation warfare? Hmm, how about the, uh, the convergence of capacity and intent via the exploitation of the internet to erect an inescapable socialist surveillance state that effectively allows these intelligence agencies, these spooks, these spies to poke and prod humanity any way they want. What about that? That's all beyond counterterrorism, is it not? So interestingly enough, 2006 was also the same year that Google purchased YouTube for some, you know, a paltry uh, $1.65 billion. And that, of course, that created a massive consolidation of data. If you're thinking about this from the level of global surveillance, uh, Google purchasing YouTube, massive consolidation of data. That same year, Microsoft released Windows Vista, which was known to have major security flaws, like all these backdoor access points for, you know, pretty much any intelligence agency to gather whatever data they wanted. And also 2006 was when the now infamous Twitter platform was launched. So, you know, if you bundle that all together, along with the major tech advances of the era, not the least of which was the release of the iPhone in 2007, what we see here is that the global deep state at that point in time had their hands on some incredibly powerful tools, hence their exploitation of the internet. So cue the Protect America Act. We got to protect America. The Protect America Act of 2007 authorized warrantless surveillance. Yes, you heard that correctly. The Protect America Act. We're going to protect Americans. We're just going to authorize some warrantless surveillance, courtesy of George W. Bush. And that, of course, also gave big tech legal immunity for selling out the American people to their deep state handlers. Essentially, they're like, yeah, go ahead. You can spy on anybody you want anytime you want. And, you know, we won't even let them sue you for violating their humanity and let alone their constitutional rights. So that was going down. Now, enter into the equation Edward Snowden, the WikiLeaks, and the NSA's PRISM program. I'm sure you've probably heard of the PRISM program. I put a link in the report for you today. But it should come as no surprise that Microsoft and uh, uh, Google and the other big uh, tech, but Microsoft in particular was the National Security Agency's first partner in the PRISM program, and that too happened in 2007. So, To kind of see where all of this is heading here, we really don't need to look any further back than the 2020 election, which at this point we know through congressional investigations, uh, the, the deep state and big tech, they were grossly manipulating the outcome of elections, of the 2020 election. This is not conspiracy, friends. This is fact, documented fact. And as a matter of fact, I put several prior reports, the canary in the cold mine, the assault on free speech, the media purge is death to democracy, uh, Hamilton 68, unconventional warfare and all that. It's there. I've documented it at length. And Without chasing too many rabbits today, I think suffice it to say that all of this comes directly to bear on where we're at today. In fact, the facts as outlined here, this this rise of a global deep state and their unimaginably powerful weapons for exploiting the Internet have undoubtedly helped shape and orchestrate all of the geopolitical chaos that has led us up to this moment. We, uh, we don't even need to get into all the nitty gritty details. We don't even need to know 
the nitty gritty details. Probably we can't know the nitty gritty, but uh, we don't need to know everything that's going on to surmise the existential degree of threat that's coming uh, with these global spy alliance, these signet seniors running around the world, toppling governments and exploiting the internet to surveil and manipulate and control the masses on a planetary scale. I mean, that's kind of a self-evident threat. Very existential, very existential. Now, as I was reading, thinking about this this morning, my mind immediately went to the sentinel surveillance, you know, uh, you know, they're exploiting the internet, but we've previously studied sentinel surveillance, social listening, and algorithmic social interventions. Those are the tools that are being deployed by the World Health Organization in their efforts to immunize the whole of humanity against misinformation. They're controlling emerging public perceptions with sentinel surveillance, social listening, and algorithmic social interventions. And all of this as we've learned through research, has roots in, 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 in election interference, right? Directly related to interfering in the outcome of elections, courtesy of Google's special AI for social good initiative. It was launched as a counterterrorism, I'm sorry, counterterrorism initiative that was launched in none other than 2007. So uh, the, the current war against misinformation, disinformation, and malinformation, the World Health Organization trying to immunize the whole of humanity against misinformation, all of that is rooted in election interference using AI going all the way back to 2007. And just to be very, very clear here, it's more than just political interference. This is mind control and menticide on a massive scale. Uh, So if you've been with me for a while, friends, you may recall This has actually already led to over 282, quote-unquote, election interventions all around the world, paid for by none other than U.S. taxpayers via the USAID department, which is funneling taxpayer dollars through uh, several international Democrat and Republican organizations, both parties, uh, international organizations, funneling USAID money to these election interventions all around the world. It's crazy, friends, but the, the, the crux of it is that weaponized AI is being used to manipulate the masses, to overthrow governments, to advance the Great Reset, and to enslave the whole of humanity. <laughs> Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Uh, you know, but let's just cut to the chase here because, I mean, you already probably knew all that, right? I'm sure you did. But because you're such, you know, the astute listening audience of the Torch Report, you're up to speed light years ahead of the average uh, everyday citizen. So I want to cut to the chase here because, you know, we could just forget about the political circus. You know, I don't give a damn that Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis is getting spanked by Trump's lawyers. Neither do I give a damn about the Russian opposition leader, Alex, Alexia, Alex, I, I don't know the hell's name, Navalny. Uh, this guy died in an Arctic prison after uh, criticizing the evil Russian tyrant. I, <laughs> I don't care. Uh, but I do, I do want to say there was one little snippet out in Newsweek this morning. I thought was pretty interesting. Quote, Russian officials cast Navalny as an extremist who was a puppet of the U.S. CIA intelligence agency, CIA. 
Uh, which is to, which they say is intent on trying to sow seeds of revolution to weaken Russia and make it a client state of the West, period, end quote. I kind of butchered that. But uh, out in Newsweek, this death of the Russian opposition leader, they're saying that, that, you know, the Russia's take on it is this guy was a puppet of the U.S. deep state, the CIA in particular, trying to sow seeds of revolution within Russia, make Russia a client state or subservient to the West. And I'm sure, as I'm sure that you're sure that this guy being a CIA puppet, that has to be Russian disinformation. And I'm equally sure that all the claims about there being a massive spike in Russian disinformation impacting elections all around the world, not the least of uh, which are our own U.S. elections, I'm sure that's just a coincidence as well. You know, uh, you see, friends, those nasty lion ruskies, they're really trying to tear down the West and take over the entire world. These nasty lion Russians, these these the evil Russian tyrants, you know, he's trying to conquer the world and he's using all 145 million of his peasants to do that. You know, that's why we have to keep funding the endless war in Ukraine. And by the way, Russians only make up 1.7 percent of the global population, so they're not going to take over the world. Just saying. But. What's really going on, you know, none of that is important because we, it doesn't have any bearing on the much bigger issue. What's really going on is that the global deep state has launched a full-scale war against the whole of humanity. That's what's going on. That's what's important. It's psychological war. It's informational war. It's a kinetic war. It's a biological war, you know. Uh, by the way, are, are you aware that the U.S. government is now using sentinel surveillance to analyze the genomic data of the American public. Did you know that's going on? Now, why might the U.S. government be using sentinel surveillance to analyze genomic data of the American people? I don't know. Hmm. Surely it's for the greater good. You know, I guarantee it's going to keep people safe. Uh, according to studies at the NIH.gov website, I'll read and quote, Sentinel surveillance systems offer an effective method for leveraging limited resources for several purposes, including identifying behavioral risk factors associated with short-term or long-term evaluation of control efforts and stimulating political and social action, period, end quote. Okay, uh, what's this here? What are we, what are we, what, 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 what's going on here? Are you telling me that the government is using sentinel surveillance to evaluate their efforts to control the population by stimulating political and social action? <laughs> yes, friends, that's exactly what I'm saying. That's exactly what's happening. The government is using sentinel surveillance to evaluate their efforts to control the population and stimulate political and social action. So, I mean, I just, how do you feel about that? You know, what could possibly go wrong? Now, I must admit, friends, as I was digging into this this morning, I was kind of blown away to learn that the government's strategic sentinel initiative infrastructure was actually launched by Congress in the FDA Amendments Act of 2007. I'm going, holy smokes, soits, I can't believe it, you know. Uh, they've been pushing their strategic vision for creating a more robust sentinel system via their state-of-the-art sentinel operations center. Uh, and this is all coming out of the sentinel system five-year strategy. That is a 2019 to 2023 sentinel system five-year strategy. That strategy 
projects a high level of excitement among stakeholders. And who are these stakeholders? None other than informaticists. That would be people who study and control information, academics, and of course, policymakers. Now, again, it just blows me away that this was launched back in 2007, the Sentinel Initiative, Sentinel Initiative Infrastructure, the, you know, the robust Sentinel system, the state-of-the-art Sentinel Operations Center. You got to be freaking kidding me. Uh, Remember, you know, all of this high level of excitement about all of this is coming from the fact that they are now able to identify so-called risk factors. Hey, MAGA extremist, that's you, uh, called out risk factors and bolstered control efforts, government control efforts, and then, of course, to stimulate political action. No wonder they're getting giddy about it. But what I want to point out here is that this is this is the use of weaponized A.I., manipulate political outcomes, and it's all being conducted under the auspice of public health. Just like the WHO is partnering with big tech to battle against the infodemic, that is, you know, the the World Health Organization is partnering with big tech to rationalize political censorship on a global scale, so too is our own government's sentinel surveillance systems being couched in health-related fields. If you were to look at it, it's like, oh, it's all about the FDA and they're just trying to keep people safe. Okay, that's fine. You know, but do not be deceived. You know, these systems are infinitely scaled. We're talking about weaponized AI, and they can rapidly deploy this this technology, this sentinel for surveillance to any front in the global war against humanity. What we need to realize is that the sentinels exist. They're there. They're, They're already out there. They're being used every second of every day. And the intended outcome of all of the sentinel surveillance and the algorithmic social interventions and all of that is nothing less than political control at the global level. You know, just kind of sit with that for a bit. You know, I think we need to not lose sight of the fact that the global deep state's unfettered access to these sentinel systems uh, can be used for whatever the, you know, to advance whatever evil objective they might desire. You know, they, they can, un, they can, You know, at the helm of all of this, maybe is a better way to say it, at the helm of all of this powerful technology is the secret cabal of global evildoers who are desperately trying to depopulate the planet and enslave humanity in the great inescapable global socialist surveillance state. Okay, this is how they can achieve total control. World domination is their end game. Remember, friends, this is a global revolution and it's being facilitated via an unholy alliance between the communists and the fascists who are hell bent on ruling us all with an iron fist. And if and if 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 they are successful in their efforts, human beings will never, ever be free again. The transformation of human consciousness will be complete, friends. The masses will have been domesticated for good. They will have been conditioned to trust the government. Free will, let alone freedom itself, will become a relic of more primitive times when humans once roamed freely around the planet, thriving on planet Earth, you know? I know it sounds like something that's straight out of a sci-fi movie, friends, but this fiction is quickly becoming reality. You know, the global cabal is on the move. The tentacles of the global deets deep state are already wrapped around our necks, asphyxiating the truth a little more each day, friends. With our last 
gasp of breath, we'd be wise to sound the alarm and say, resist, we must. And that is the message of my heart for today. If you're enjoying this podcast, please take the time to go to the website, thetorchreport.com. Check out, uh, find that little heart. Click the heart and give me some love. Subscribe if you have not subscribed already. And of course, the greatest honor of all is if you share this podcast with someone. Share it with anyone. Matter of fact, share it with everyone you know. Get out there and embrace this fabulous Friday. Have a wonderful weekend. And I'll look forward to talking to you again soon.